0: Welcome to the CPSC podcast for class 12th political science. I'll be there with you for another couple of minutes taking you to the topic of what is a cold war. This topic is from your first chapter, the Cold War era and you can find this on page 3 and 4 of your NCRT political science textbook. Dear students, The Cold War was a state of geopolitical tension. The war with the war of ideologies. After the Second World War, the two ideologies that came in the forefront were Socialism and Capitalism. United States of America followed a liberal democracy based on Capitalism and had a military edge being only power on the nuclear weapon and post world's strongest industry and economy, while USSR backed with the ideology of socialism and communism. A federal state consisted of 15 republics headed by a single party. During the second half of 20th century, the world's two superpowers were engaged in the face-off without a direct contradiction for almost 45 years. So my dear children, let's get back and trace the events that shaped the Cold War. The second war came to an end with the US dropping the two atomic bombs on the Japanese cities of Hiroshima and Nagasaki with 60 million deaths six years of fight and yes, causing Japan to surrender. The United States decision of de- dropping the atomic bombs were criticized and supported. But my children, the consequence of end of the second war was the rise of two new superpowers on the global stage. Both became the great power in the world with the ability to influence events anywhere on the earth. The whole world was fortunate that, in spite being an intense form of rivalry, the Cold War remained cold. It never turned into be a hot or a shooting war. Why? My children, because they followed the logic of deterrence. Now what is the logic of deterrence? logic of deterrence means when both sides have the capacity to respond against an attack and cause so much destruction that neither can afford to initiate a war. Here we take an example of India and Pakistan. Both are nuclear weapon states. Both have the power to destroy each other. But what happened is we do not initiate a war. But we need to keep in mind, there are number of surgical strikes, there are proxy wars, but we never initiate a war. Let me conclude here that the two superpowers and the allies will remain rational and responsible actors. But we do see many problems, but not a full-scale war. My dear children, you must be wondering what exactly happened during the Cold War. So let me tell you, these two superpower, United States of America and Union of Soviet Socialist Republic, wanted to expand their sphere of influence in different parts of the world, in which they decided to take help of the smaller countries and forming the different alliance. Firstly, these smaller states got the promise of protection, weapon and economic aid against their local rivalries mostly the regional neighbors here we take again the example of pakistan where this country is supported by united states of america america funded them with good amount of money along with that excellent weapons and always took their stand on kashmir issue secondly through the alliance system the first division took place in Europe where most of the countries of the Western Europe sided with United States and came to be known as Western Alliance. The countries of the Eastern Europe joined Soviet camp and came to be known as Eastern Alliance. But here the tables turned. Till 1949 only America had the nuclear weapon but now USSR tested its nuclear technology and now there is a balance of power. So, this Western alliance formed itself into an organization called NATO, the North Atlantic Treaty Organization with 12 states on April 12, 1949. And it declared that the armed attack on any one of them in Europe or in North America would be regarded as an attack on all of them, but the researcher says that the main aim of NATO was to contain the communism in the countries as the newly decolonized countries are actually following the path of communism. If we see 1949, a big event happened where China, an Asian country, by a revolution, ended a civil war, and established People's Republic of China. Followed the path of communism. Children, you must be wondering what Eastern Alliance was doing at that time. Eastern Alliance formed the Warsaw Pact in 1959, and the principal function of the Warsaw Pact was to counter the NATO forces in Europe. The East. Southeast Asia, United States built a line system for them called the Southeast Asian Treaty Organization, that is CETO. And for the West Asia, that is today we call it Middle East, for them they formed the Central Treaty Organization. Children, you must be wondering how the newly decolonized country were helpful for them, which were exploited for so many years by just following their ideology? No, my dear children, these smaller countries were helpful in gaining the access, firstly, to the resources. Countries like India, Pakistan, Egypt have rich minerals and oil and if these superpowers will get them, they will be super benefit position. Secondly, their territory from where the superpower could launch their weapon and troops. So in short, these superpowers will use their territory to test the weapon and the repercussion of the test will be only handled by these smaller countries because the territory is of these smaller countries. Thirdly, the location where they can spy on each other. Fourthly, the economic support. These powers were helping them to build the military which will somehow at one point of time, help these power only. And lastly, the loyalty of the alliance suggests that the superpowers were winning. The ideas as well as the liberal democracy is somewhere better than socialism and communism or vice versa. But my students, these superpowers, United States of America and Union of Soviet Socialist Republic, decided to collaborate in limiting and eliminating certain kinds of nuclear and non-nuclear weapon. Yes, you heard it right. The Cold War was an era where this Cold War politics neither turned into a hot or a full scale war, only because when these two superpowers decided to limit and eliminate their nuclear and non-nuclear weapons the two sides signed the three significant agreements within a decade that is l t b t limited test ban treaty n p t nuclear non proliferation treaty a b m t anti-plastic missile treaty students to conclude let me remind you again that the cold war is never turned into be a hot war the world was fortunate to not to see any other global war and these superpowers decided to limit their arms and sign more treaties but we need to keep in mind that these superpowers remained rivals of each other the rivalries between them did not ended but they took several measures to eliminate the hotness that were indulging the cold war politics thank you